Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Yeah, welcome in pro wrestling fans here on Saturday. It is time for Busted Open Radio Podcast Edition. I'm your weekend host, Ryan McKinnon. Joining me on this Saturday episode, as always, the world's strongest man, WWE Hall of Famer and time Olympian, Mark Henry. And on this episode, we are going to dive into, yes, last night's episode of SmackDown, where really it was an episode of SmackDown, but so much of it had to do with upcoming WrestleMania on April 10th and 11th in Tampa Bay. We have a clearer picture what to expect. Nights one and nights two getting broken down last night on SmackDown, and we dive into it on this episode. And we have a main event for those nights. On both of those nights, we now know what is going to be happening, especially with the Universal Championship. It is now a triple threat happening for the Universal Championship Edge. Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan. What does it mean? What's our excitement level? Well, you're going to have to click play and find out to get our thoughts on that, as well as a match in night two that people are very much looking forward to. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. We get into the history of their rivalry, of their friendship, and just what it means to watch those two men square off. So, weekly winner, Friday Night SmackDown, WrestleMania's Nights 1 and 2, Ryan McKinnell, Mark Henry. This is Busted Open. All you got to do is sit back, relax, click play. Let's get it going on a Saturday. This is all right, we are back here on a Saturday. Busted open, rolling along. You know the deal. 877-344-4893. 877-FIGHT93. I'm Ryan McKinnell, holding it down on Saturday, as always. Got Mark Henry across the way, holding it down in the great state of Texas. Got guns back in New York. Ariel back in New York. Busted open's newest member of the nation. So good stuff all around. Busted Open family in full effect here on a Saturday. We have WrestleMania coming into a clearer focus last night on SmackDown. We got the card announced from top to bottom where the placement of the card is actually happening. Not exactly sure quite yet, but we do know night one of WrestleMania will feature Bobby Lashley taking on Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship. Also on night one, Sasha Banks taking on Bianca Belair for the SmackDown Women's Championship. The New Day versus AJ Styles and almost, which in a nice little twist here with the New Day taking on AJ Styles and almost, it is also going to be the debut of almost in the ring. Uh, 
in WWE. So you got that. You got Miz and Bad Bunny on that night one. You got Shane McMahon and Braun Strowman. All right. Give you some thoughts on that. And then Cesaro and Seth Rollins, which marked something that we were talking about with the swing. That, like, listen, Cesaro and Seth Rollins, Tyler Black and Claudio Castagnoli on night one, and Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, El Generico and Kevin Steen on night two. And we just had ROH's 19th anniversary last night. It, just, it warms my heart, Mark Henry. It warms my heart. You said El Generico. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Mark. I'm a Mark. What do you want from me? Hey, man, I'm going to tell you, I miss the mass, actually. I, I right? know. I, I love the dance. I love the music. Like, it was an extravaganza. He was a whenever, whenever, whenever that character came hey. to the ring. And what's so incredible is we knew him as Generico, and I didn't, we did for so long, or so many of us knew him as this masked, you know, generic Mexican wrestler, which in this, we're talking about Sami Zayn, El Generico, if you guys don't know, or you don't have the history, uh, for a guy who's so incredible and so amazing as a stick man on the mic and the work he does, and also bringing in Logan Paul and bridging that gap between pop culture. If you would have told me that 10 years ago, El Generico was going to be this mover and shaker and this mic man and this promo machine, I would have laughed you out of the I never, I, of course, I wouldn't have known. I didn't know Sami Zayn. I didn't know him as a person, so I had no idea. Well, the WWE certainly did, Mark. Man, how do you how do you get a guy like that in a mask in the first place? That's a good. With question. his facial expression, his ability yeah. to talk the way that he talks, like how how did that happen? Somebody dropped the ball. Somebody <laughs> thought that he was an unattractive man right. that you didn't want to see. Somebody, I want to go back and find out who this person is, and I want Sammy? them to be ridiculed. <laughs> who told Sammy he wasn't beautiful? <laughs> Public lashings. <laughs> Verbal abuse. They need it all. I like that. I like that. I'm on board with this, Mark. Public shaming. Like Actually, I'm, come on, on, we I'm can, on board. We can find I'm, out. I'm on board with public shaming just more in general, just to keep people in line. I think, I mean, just outside of just Sam yeah. Zane, just in general, people, you know, you're going to slap upside the head, not actually physically, but just maybe, you know, hypothetically speaking. Well, some people, you know, you might have to physically. Somebody get their ass kicked? Them. Somebody. That's a good word. Accost. That is a good word. It's like the opposite it, of it moist. Is. Oh, man. Isn't moist a you terrible can't say word? Moist on, you can't I know. say moist on radio. Is it? In that, I know we, we can cuss and say any word on this show that we want, except for maybe like one or two, which I think we would actually, you know, hear something. Yeah, about. I found moist, out that there's one of them that's a no no. Which one's that? What's it start with? Oh, the C word. You can't say that. Oh, yeah, C no, you word. can't. No, you can't say that. I, I, say I, that. I made the mistake and I apologize for it. You did not. You did not say the C word either. I did. I did. When did you do this? I busted open about three weeks ago. <laughs> and. <laughs> Man, I had the high ups. Uh, uh, Mark, uh, um, you know we love you, right? Yeah, right, right. Like, yeah, I love up. you too. They yeah, yeah, they butter you up real nice, right? Uh, but you know, there's some things that you know you just you know we we draw a line at that you you can't say. And I was like, what did I say? <laughs> you didn't even know. I couldn't even, I didn't even know what I did. Uh, and then it was revealed to me that that is a no-no. 
Yeah. That that is yeah. the ultimate. And I didn't know that that was the ultimate cuss word. It is. Yeah. It's the ultimate you know, cuss word. But it's not even, it still doesn't evoke the same feeling when you hear the word moist. Like I would still, I'll take the <laughs> C word a hundred times and a hundred times more on a Saturday, right? Then just saying moist once, just the way it rolls off the tongue, just you a universally four times already. I know, and is it not a universally hated word? Just, just you say I cringe moist. every time I yeah. hear it, and it makes your hair stand up. What is it about that word? That so, makes it so you know terrible? what? That's that's why I didn't like the Pillsbury cake commercials because they used to talk about the cake being moist. Yeah, and he, I did hated he say that. it. Did he say it over and over again? It's so moist, and moist. It, ugh. And oh. I think that it was somebody that that knew what they were doing, and they every time that commercial would play, they would laugh their ass off. No, man, that's go home heat. That I mean, just it's thirty years after that commercial aired, and it is still sticking with you. That hurt them. That did not help them. No, it didn't. They that yeah. that company would have did better if they would not have said that. All right. So oh, we got I mean, that was we went down a rabbit boy. hole. And somehow we got back to food in Pillsbury Doughboy through the use of the C word and 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 moist. I guys, I'm sorry, sort of. I We're brilliant. We're brilliant. Yeah. I don't yeah, care what yeah. nobody say. <laughs> you know how skillful and talented you have to be to be able to take the word moist. See? See? There, I need there to learn. Go again. I, I, I learn a lot from you, but I need to learn this from you. The longevity you've had in the WWE. I, I have a feeling one of those things that you do so well is taking something that might not be so great and convincing <laughs> other people that it is so great. Am I, am I maybe, am I maybe onto that, something there? Yeah. That's, that's my life's mission to like, to turn people. <laughs> well, Teach me your magic. Teach me your magic, Mark Henry. All right, so let me ask you this question. I threw it out to the nation, 877-344-4893. WrestleMania night one, Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre, Sasha Banks, Bianca Belair, New Day, AJ versus Almost, Miz versus Bad Bunny, Shane McMahon versus Braun Strowman, Cesaro versus Rollins. Night two, triple threat with Edge, Bryan, and Roman Reigns, Asuka and Rhea Ripley, Big E and Apollo, Orton versus The Fiend, and Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. That is a ton of balance from top to bottom from nights one and nights two. I just want to hear from you, Nation. Which one are you more excited for? And, Mark, I'm going to ask you the same question. Night one or night two, would you look at it just now? We still got a couple weeks of storytelling to go. We're not there yet. The road to WrestleMania is not entirely finalized, but just on paper. Uh, which one are you pulling for more, night one or night two? Hmm. Out oh, man, right now, I have to say night one. I'm I'm yeah. super excited. And I think that there's enough bells and whistles and hardcore wrestling that's gonna happen that night one is gonna be the one that floats my boat. All right, there you go. Words from the world's strongest man. Hi, this is Adam Shine, host of Shine on Sports on Mad Dog Sports Radio. The Adam Shine podcast is back for another football season. I'll give you my passionate, hard-hitting opinions every week, including picks against the spread and fantasy football advice, all while talking to the biggest guests in all of sports. We talk to celebrities, media personalities, diehard football fans on a weekly basis. It's the Adam Shine podcast, new episodes every Tuesday. You can listen to the podcast anytime on the SiriusXM app, iTunes, Pandora, and Stitcher. That's right. We are rolling along here on a Saturday. I'm Ryan McKinnell here on this Saturday. Got my co-host for the weekend. As always, the world's strongest man, Mark Henry, holding it down. WrestleMania, Mark? 
uh, nights one and two. Clement and Claire focus last night on SmackDown. We will be getting to that as well as the show goes on. But, Mark, one of the best things from SmackDown last night and one of the best things that we are looking heading into WrestleMania, a lot of fan-friendly matchups happening. Rollins and Cesaro in night one. I know a lot of people are stoked and excited for that. But, Mark, the kind of... The kind of Cesaro and Rollins of night two is a match that a lot of us have been waiting a long time for. And it is Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Their story is well-documented going back years to the independent circuit. And even, you know, the first night at NXT and, you know, uh, Owens turning on Zayn in that famous uh, pop-up power bomb sort of turn. I mean, these two have been running side by side for many, many years. Now they find themselves in a WrestleMania match and, and with a good bit of storytelling still to do, they've been telling the story now for a few weeks. We got a few more weeks to go. I know it's not the place that maybe some people would want for Owens and Zayn in terms. There's not a title on a line. There's not gold. There's not that shine, but this could be the start of a much longer story. Mark. Listen, man, the, the title start. doesn't always have to be on the line. No, it doesn't for, um, an issue to be um, at the forefront of the business. I remember, um, when I was a kid watching Ted DiBiase and JYD, like they didn't, there was the title wasn't on the line, but there was hardly no match that could follow them. And there were people that were held at a higher regard than they were at that time in that moment in place, Jake the Snake Roberts, and yeah, and the list goes on. But I didn't see anything that said that they were better than those two guys or just because the title wasn't involved. So, yeah, I mean, you you, you can go you can go down. I mean, golly, I think Drew McIntyre and Sheamus, when you watch them wrestle each yep. other, no titles on the line, but brother, <sighs> what great matches. What what good animosity between the two and uh, it's based on a story that we all understand. Yep. So, I mean, it happens. You can have matches that where you don't need a title on the line. Yeah. And uh, you know, another thing that I like, and, and I hope they do it, and I think they probably will, and I say they, the WWE, uh, you know, set the table. This is this is Owen's, you know what I mean, and Sami Zayn. This is a story that obviously would follow following for a very long time, but we also know what these two are capable of. If you're coming off a of night one and hopefully a main event between Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair, that's the last match you see. You wake up on Sunday, you're getting ready for WrestleMania night two. What better way to start WrestleMania night two than with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens to set that bar, to set yeah. the energy, and to get everyone else paying and attention. And to show the video of them on the indies when they were young kids. Yeah. Show the whole journey of them at NXT. Show them now, leading up into this, everything that happened last year and this year. I know you're in a unique position, obviously, you know, coming in when you did in the 10-year contract and, and your whole story and the way it played out. But And, and you are a WWE lifer in, the, in, the, in, in pretty much the truest sense. Um, but did you have – did you have a Sami Zayn? Did you have a – uh, a Kevin Owens that, you know, for years and years and years you were tight with that, that you shared so much of the road with so many stories with, but you just never got to lock up in the way that you wanted. And then it finally came at a certain place or a certain moment, or, or did you not have that because of kind of the way you got brought through the system? You know what? I, I pretty much got to touch everybody. I had um, a feeling. Yeah. 
I didn't, I didn't, I, nobody was exempt. I, I mean, I wrestled like, you know, thousands of matches. So, yeah. Um, eventually you're going to touch some. So, um, my, you know, I wrestled D'Lo, I wrestled The Rock, I wrestled Ron Simmons, Godfather, like all the guys in the nation. You know, um, I hate that the men Benoit for the championship at WrestleMania didn't happen. Yeah. You know, I got hurt, and that was, you know, one of those moments where, damn, to go back in time and if if you had known, would you have done this? Would you have done that? You know, right? You would change those things, but um, yeah, I got. I'm blessed, man. I got to. I got to do every style of match you can imagine. <laughs> um, and I got to be in the ring with some of the greatest wrestlers, and arguably, I wrestled the top fifteen wrestlers of all time. I wrestled every one of them. Which is an incredible thing to think about and the, the longevity. I mean, other than, you know, like Andre, you know, the ones right, that are right, out right, of the... Right. But, you know, the Ric Flair's, the Undertaker's, the Bret Hart's, the Shawn Michaels, the Triple H's, you know, mm-hmm. like you go down the line, Kurt oh. Angle's, you know, like you name a, a top 15 wrestler and, you know, we locked it up. Well, you bring up Ben Juan in the in the in the missing out on that championship match, and that that that, that does kind of get me thinking. You know, injuries, right? Storylines. Uh, in Benoit's case, obviously a whole other sort of uh, story, and 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 obviously chapter of chaos in the professional wrestling world, right? Um, but it kind of as you go back to Zane and you go back to to Owens, the fact that they are here in 2021 and this story has been told for so long and that they are here they're in the same company they find themselves in a place to even be able to have this night on wrestlemania 2 and to have this moment together i mean a lot of shit has to go right for this to happen and for us to be able to enjoy it as fans and for owens and zane to be able to have this moment period because you know man for for for, for things to line up this way for them to stay healthy for them to stay at the top of their game for them to still be in this company in an era of roster cuts and covid i mean there's just so much that you can point to to say man we are really lucky to be getting this match at night too very lucky to get and you know we 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 skated on the nation uh the last two segments because i talk too much and <laughs> i'm in talk radio guys i can't help it but we're going to get to y'all i'm looking at people talking about their own hold and Yes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's my fault. It's not Ryan's fault. It's mine. I'm going to shut up and let Ryan bring y'all in, and then we'll talk when y'all come on. All right. I like that. I like that. Mark making a little pivot here at hour two on a Saturday, and I like that. So let's start with Marcus in Omaha because Marcus has a thought that I want to follow up on from hour one, and that's essentially what is going to happen at night one of WrestleMania with Sasha and Bianca in the main event. All right, actually, apologies about that. Uh, Marcus is not on, so we won't go to Marcus. We'll go to a guy that I know will be hanging on because he's always there. Sam in Cleveland, one of our favorites. Sam, what's up, man? What's up, brothers? How are you today? Good, buddy. How Good, you doing? Man. Fantastic. Feeling great. Uh, well, what I want to say is like uh, something that you touched on. Um, it's like Sammy Stein, Kevin Owens, and Cesaro, and Seth. Like I saw those right. guys in Ring of Honor in the in the Indies, and you, we never saw them like really facing each other because like Sammy Stein <laughs> and Kevin in NXT wasn't like a big deal. 
but I know that this is the perfect state for both of those guys, for the four of them, and like to show like how good they we know how good they are. But right. Like in WrestleMania, is when you have to put it to the top, man, and just like bring the roof out of the place. Because I believe when I saw like Sami Zayn in the in the Indies, it's like the uh, generico was great. So like you know, it's like I want to see the same guy and just like they both like bring the roof off and you know like uh, and the thing with Daniel Bryan in WrestleMania, like it threw me off a little bit, but like you know, I still want to see the match. I'm more I'm more excited about night number one to be honest. But like you know the Hollander Samoa man, like that guy, I I just can't take my eyes off of him. I, mean, I like I love Roman Reigns what he's doing right now. Yeah, I don't like him that much. Like I I didn't used to like my Henry back on the day, but you know I love Mar now. So you know like I just can't wait. All right, Sam, we appreciate the call. Thank you for that. And listen. As Sam talks about the excitement of night one and night two and how we're kind of getting that ring of honor uh, matchmaking, if you will. As much as I said about night two, how you should kick it off with Zayn and Owens and you should have them go back and forth to start the match and just, excuse me, to start the night. I think you do the same thing, Mark, with, uh, with Rollins and Cesaro at night one. I think you kind of have that ROH showcase, whatever. I mean, that's for the marks, right? Who, who I so uh, appreciatively am. Uh, I'm a fan of pro wrestling, right? I'm a fan of Ring of Honor. I'm a fan of that history that those four share. Each night, I think you would do yourself a huge disservice not having those two on res- on their respective nights, setting the pace, raising the bar, and, and having the rest of the rock- locker room take uh, take notice. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're 100% right. You, <clears throat> excuse me. Oh, you're good. You got to have pace setters. You got to have, you know, that's why a NASCAR... You always had a pace car. That is a necessary thing in pro wrestling. You got to have somebody to set it up, get everybody fired up, <clears throat> and keep that going. All right. Let's go to the phone lines again, head out to the East Coast. Got Eric in Maryland. What's up, Eric? Hey, good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Good morning, man. How you doing? Awesome, man. Awesome. I got my WrestleMania tickets this week. Fired up. I'm fired up. Hey, you're going to Mania for Maryland? Let's get it. Good I'm luck, man. And stay Mania safe. That's Tampa, awesome. Tampa, Florida. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's awesome. That's awesome. My first WrestleMania. I'm looking forward to it, bro. My first WrestleMania live anyway. Live. Nice. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I want to talk. I, I called Bully Ray and them the other day. Uh, I was something happened to my car. So I couldn't get on air, so I think he got a little bit mad at me. But my favorite uh, uh, Undertaker moment was when he wrestled Shawn Michaels both times because I thought good truly was going to be evil and God was going to be the devil, but it didn't happen that way that, that night. <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, my favorite moment with the Undertaker was when I thought he was talking to Paul Bearer while the Undertaker was wrestling. I asked Paul Bearer because Undertaker was getting his tail kicked. I said, what's causing all this? Paul Bearer said, I don't know. I don't no. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> I love how fast he talked. Oh boy, that just amused the shit out of me. <laughs> That's my guy, man. All right, Eric. Well, thank you for getting it in and sharing your Undertaker moments. Undertaker sharing a uh, or having a birthday this week, Mark Henry. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, got to reach out to the big brother and say, uh, you know, happy birthday and. I uh, got a text, got a, <clears throat> got a text in, and um, I think that he's working right. He's, he's, he's man, on it. Absolutely. All of this well, it's not. After activities. 
can't talk about the undertaker without talking about Kane. And that brings us to Al in South Florida. What's up, Al? Welcome into busted open on a Saturday. Hey, how you guys doing today? Good. Al. How you doing, man? All right. No stories. I remember, I remember when I called you guys last time, no more stories. Right? <laughs> no more stories for you. No more stories for Al. I think, I think Mark put you on a 30 day, he put you on a 30 day suspension from storytelling. So uh, yeah, just give us your thoughts on uh, Kane and the uh, hall of fame, buddy. Uh, well, I think it's great that he's going into the hall of fame. Uh, uh, I was going to ask Mark Henry, did you guys, I've read on like Wikipedia, was he tra- trained originally by Dean Malenko and also uh, Ray Candy? Was I? No, 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 it was no, Kane. Bob. Kane, Kane. You know, I'm not sure who, who his coaches were. Yeah, I was, read, I was reading about that because I'm not going to get into a story, but I, <laughs> it was a show <laughs> I went to with Ray Kenny. Anyway, better not. No. <laughs> uh, well, rest, re, getting to WrestleMania, I, I think, I don't know, I think both nights will be good because you have good matches on each show. Um, I agree that I think the, the women's match should be the main event. Yeah. Um, I'm not picky about certain things. I with the tag team match, I, I, I'll be honest with you. I don't have, I don't, I'm not picky. I don't have anything against anybody holding championships. Who should hold the championship and stuff like that? But I think they should have kept the belts on the hurt business and had them wrestle at WrestleMania instead of losing, you know, on Raw. I don't know what your opinion on that is. Mark? Monday is a big draw, and I, I look at it from a business standpoint mm. over what I like as a fan because either you can get heat from it or you can get somebody over from it and um i think that this is going to be one of those things where you get somebody over because you know there's no heat with new day so the objective is to get somebody else over to make more competition and mark and and i appreciate the call there al alan south florida thanks for the uh thanks for chiming in um it's a return of fans right it's been two yeah. years off now you know what i mean you said it. New day's over. New day, you know, moves the needle. Um, it's a new era of the new day. Obviously, with Xavier and um, and Kofi. Obviously, um, that's another thing. As we talk about the separation, uh, I don't think it's a. Uh, I don't think it's a coincidence, Mark, that the 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 new day, Biggie, obviously former member, still a part of the family, and the fact that Xavier and Kofi are on opposite nights. I think that was done with a, a purpose. Hmm. I, I I really do think that the New Day is one of those groups where they don't even need a setup. Not really. They're, they're so good that <clears throat> you could have them go out and make an open challenge at WrestleMania. Yeah. That's how good they are. Yep. And whoever no, they, they come out, whoever comes out against them, they're going to get over. Well, the good news is they're not well. They're, they're not going to have an open challenge. But you're right. I and I totally get what I'm you're just saying. saying that they, they, they show up, they cut a three minute promo. You're in. I want to watch the New Day wrestle. Arguably that well, not arguably the greatest tag team of this generation and one of the greatest tag teams of all time. You're in on it, and this sets up nicely because we don't know. And I'm very curious to get your thoughts. AJ Styles with his debuting tag partner, almost like what does this? What does this mean? What do you expect from this gigantic man? Man, I mean, you're you're the world's strongest man. This is I'm not gonna say he's the world's largest man, but this he's a he is a hulking giant. He is a big man, but we don't know what he's got. I haven't seen him. The public hasn't seen him. I know sometimes you have a, a view behind the curtain, but uh, what do you expect from this big man? You know what? Um, very strong, very athletic for a big guy, and 
wants to be good. So I know that he's studied. He's watched a lot of wrestling to figure out what his style is going to be. I'm curious. Yeah. I'm really curious of what it's going to be like. I Because of the pandemic, I have not been at the camps. I've not seen him work on the, um, the NXT house shows because there's no house shows. So he's a mystery to not only the fan base, but even me, even people that are around the business. Nice. nice. So this is something that's actually going to be pretty damn special to have a debut match at WrestleMania against and with with Hall of Fame caliber talent. So, um, man, he's in a good spot. That's a hell of a spot to be in. And with that spot comes a lot of pressure, Mark, at WrestleMania with AJ Styles against the New Day. I mean, that's, um, you know, that's kind of undeniable. It's nice. I mean, if you're almost, I mean, it's got to feel good that you are being put in that spot and the company believes in you in that way. But at the same time, a lot of pressure, Mark, a lot of pressure. Well, you know, pressure bust pipes, and he don't look like he's uh, he don't look <laughs> like a pipe. I think that that's a that's a guy that that wants to be great. He, he you know, I've I've talked to him before where um, he's like, "What? I mean, tell me what it's going to take. Like, what do I need to do?" I was like, "I can tell you things, but if you don't implement it and have a brain of your own, then it's not going to matter." I was like, you have to look at the world of wrestling, see what fits you, and make it work. Please don't go out there drop kicking and jumping off the top rope. That was was my advice. (laughs) All right, we got one more. We'll take Steve in New Jersey. What's up, Steve? Welcome in on a Saturday. Hey, good morning, guys. Um, I just wanted to say that I'm excited about uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. They're both great workers, but especially Kevin Owens. He's not the stereotype um, physique that the WWE looks at, but his work rate and his innovative, being innovative in the ring so much has gotten a, a really good spot at WrestleMania. And then finally for Mark, if the nation can indulge us, just one Terry Todd story. Oh, gosh. Um, Terry Todd is like my dad, um, physical culture icon. Um, when I was really young, Terry Todd, he came to my hometown because he heard about me. I was 16, and he his whole point to come and meet me was to free me from the people that were feeding me steroids. He was like, they're going to kill this kid. And I'm going down there to Silsby, and I'm going to stop this. So his intent to meet me was to free me and save me because he thought that, you know, I was a cheater He because there had never been a kid that did the things that I did. At 19, I competed at the Senior World Championships and came in second. And that that had never been done. I'm the youngest person to do that. So um, Terry came to Silsby and got the coaches, came to my house. 
all kind of stuff just to find out, just to save some little kid in East Texas that he thought was being mistreated. Very cool. That's who Terry Todd is. That's some good stuff. And thank you for the call right there. That was, uh, that was Steve from uh, New Jersey. Appreciate that call, Steve. Everybody else, nation members waiting patiently, hold right there. We will get to you as the uh, show continues. In about 10 minutes, we're going to be by a, uh, be joined by a new ROH superstar or, or on the way up, a, a newly uh, minted ROH signee sledge signed last year around this time for Ring of Honor, right when Ring of Honor was uh, going quiet. Ring of Honor's anniversary show, the 18th anniversary at that time, was supposed to be here in Vegas. COVID hit. All the chaos from COVID happened. It was obviously postponed, and the Ring of Honor world's been in a bit of flux since then. So we'll catch up with Sledge. We'll get his thoughts on the Ring of Honor 19th anniversary show from last night that we will get into. But when we come back, plenty more from SmackDown, plenty more from the world's strongest man, Mark Henry. This is Busted Open on a Saturday. Don't you go anywhere. Hey, everybody, this is Fran Freshella, host of the podcast World of Basketball. The game of basketball has truly become a global game. Markovic buys it in to make it. Somehow it goes in. Each week, I talk with the players, coaches, and executives who have led the way in growing the game of basketball around the world. Real Madrid have stolen victory from the jaws of defeat. Episodes are available every Thursday on the SiriusXM app, Pandora, and Apple Podcasts. The landscape of pro wrestling is evolving, which means more options for fans. So many activities. Mark Henry and Ryan McKinnell are here to answer the difficult questions. What was the best show this week? If you ain't first, you're last. The week's over, so get over. This is the Busted Open Weekly Winner. Yeah, let's get it, pro wrestling fans. You hear the music, you know what time it is. Hour three. Busted open on a Saturday, getting underway, and we are bringing you weekly winner. Best show that was in the week of professional wrestling. Now, Mark, got a lot of shows to get to, as usual. And it looks like coming up here in a couple weeks, we're going to have wrestling on Monday, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. So, weekly winner, eh, even though it's not really any difference with the shows, it's going to be split up a little bit differently how we consume it all five days a week, potentially, depending on how these announcements go. But that's the way that it is looking and uh, setting up to be in the future. So until we get to that point, it's still eh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Wednesday, Friday, but uh, nonetheless, a lot of good pro wrestling to get to. So from Monday to Friday, what was for you, Sexual Chocolate, the best show that was in the week of professional wrestling? Who's taking weekly winner? Well, since we're watching <clears throat> wrestling, you waggly wabbit, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go start at the beginning. I'm going to go to okay. Monday. And I'm going to tell you, I got so much joy on Monday of watching uh, Drew McIntyre in the handicap match against Cedric Alexander and Shelton. Uh, I, I thought that was the best for your money on that show, wrestling-wise. Even though Bobby Lashley and Sheamus, you know, was a dog fight too. Um, I just got a lot of energy out of it. I think that Drew McIntyre is definitely a champion. He's a championship material type guy. Um, he elevated that show. And, I mean, they just had a lot of good ballyhoo too. Yeah. You know, just the uh, – 
the stuff with Kofi and and uh, Woods and you know with AJ Styles and almost. Um, How about Rhea Ripley showing up on Monday night after yeah. all these years or after all these months? I should say weeks. You know, and I, I was I, I I wasn't a fan of her coming and just asking for a match at WrestleMania. And yeah, getting it. Yeah, you know, I wasn't a fan of that, but. Uh, it would have been good if if they she did that, and then three or four other people that was actually qualified came out, and they had a four way tornado match or something, and she wins it, and then she gets to go. So, um, but that's just you know me being me, like you know I'm booking the show or something. Sure. Well, you want to, uh, it sounds like you wanted just a little bit more story to be told in terms of this great new signee showing true. up to Raw. We saw her last year on Mania. There's been a little bit of build, but I mean, effectively, there's a lot of the audience that hasn't seen her in about a year. Yeah. And, and, and you know, last night, I'm, I'm saving Wednesday uh, for last. So, because it's uh, the best. I'm skipping, I'm skipping over <laughs> Wednesday. Because you always save the best for last. Last it night, always it always it always comes down to Wednesday, man. We do this, we do this run around where we're like, oh, you know, Raw did this, and then you know, SmackDown yeah, did this. Smackdown but we always, this. yeah, we always circle back to Wednesday. Usually, not always, but last night was good with the promos. I mean, yep, every last one of them that that was out there was good. I mean, they were, you know, they they did a great job of explaining what WrestleMania was going to be. That's what that show was about. Yep. And they, they, they succeeded. Um, the matches that they had were good, but it wasn't like they were recreating um, the buzz that we had before Royal Rumble or before the Elimination Chamber in that match or that show. They, right. that, that was a, a show that was geared around educating everybody. And which is necessary. I mean, you need that uh, a lot of times. I thought that uh, Bianca Belair and Natalia's match was good. Um, you know, for for what it was, watching Seth Rollins and Shinsuke was good. They they brilliant workers, high energy. I mean, they really got it done. Um. And and just you know like even the announcement of uh, Logan Paul coming on the show like you know there's there's stuff that was that was good for business they got the business but that being said you have got to go to Wednesday uh, I thought that Kenny Omega and uh, Matt Sidell aka Evan Bourne was the cream of the crop on that show. Fantastic um, match, yeah. People did not, I think people forget how good Matt is. Yes. I think that uh, his selling is elite. He is above a lot of people in that department. He can do things that other people just can't do with their bodies. I mean, the, the yep. flexibility and the, the way that he contorts himself. I also, uh, Mark, man, and, and not to cut you really off. really stood out. Yeah, and not to cut you off, but with Evan slash uh, Matt Seidel, I think it's a lot of guys that are at that level, and maybe it is a little bit of the WWE training. They're just so smooth. 
Like they're just so clean and they're so good. You almost lose sight of just how good they are because they've been trained so well. Similar. And I think Orton gets this a lot. Your buddy, Randy Orton. I think he's just so clean and he's just so safe and he's just so good at what he does. I can't speak to the safety of Evan board slash Matt Seidel, but he just, he makes it look easy. And sometimes I think that can almost be in a weird way, a detriment to, to, to the talent. Yeah. But that's, that's, it's always been that way. A mm. lot of times smooth wrestlers don't get over. Because they usually don't have the personality that a Randy or a Evan Bourne has. I think that Evan is still as great as he is. I still think he's too reserved. You know, I think that if he could, you know, just tell people to go and, and take a flying leap, that people would respect him more. And it's, it's, it's just a level of... Um, his level of understanding for moves and spots as well as psychology, it makes him elite, makes him a, a, a super guy in that company. And I hope they continue to use him yeah. uh, at that capacity because um, I think that was one of the better matches I've seen Kenny Omega have. I mean, I'd agree know, with that. I'm not in the span of AEW. Yes, fan. Yeah, but at AEW, yep, that was that was like the best match I've seen him have. And another thing I liked about that, Mark, was that I believe the story being told with Seidel is, hey, he's seven and one in his last eight. Uh, a lot of those happened on Dark or like in, in obviously in, in Dynamite. But again, hopefully, getting back to wins and losses mattering on AEW, mm -hmm. which I think is an important part of why so many of us like and enjoy them is, is what we saw at the beginning. And that, uh, that's a story, a very simple story that can be told that can build a guy like Matt Seidel very easily. The seven and one now seven and two, whatever in his last nine, I like it. And, and, and Darby Allen and, and, and silver man, entertaining awesome. as hell. Yeah. I, I, that, it makes it, that's what makes you a wrestling fan. When you, when you see the up and down and, and, uh, you see that uh, there's a guy that you can tell Silver loves wrestling. Yes, I mean he. You can. It's just written all over him. Like he really loves it. And he's having fun. He's having fun, and and that's if any wrestler out there that wants to be a success, learn what you're doing, and go out there and have fun, man. Entertain yourself as much as you entertain the people, and I guarantee you, um, nine times out of ten, you'll get over. There was, there was a lot going on. You got to see all the stars, the Pinnacle, uh, the Lucha Brothers. Um, I mean, Ty Conte. Mm -hmm. It's always good to see. Put her on the show more, guys, please. But, you know, like you, you start, you go over to NXT. And um, just the opening. I, I'm going to tell you. I, I've said this the last three weeks. My favorite for your money is Zoe Stark. I love her work rate. I love the realness of her and her being out there with Rachel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai. Yeah, I think was one of the best things that happened in this week because you got to see her. She did stuff with um, the with with uh, Rochelle Gonzalez that more women need to in, need to copy. They need to copy it just blatantly, outright. 
copy just rip it. it. Just rip it off. <laughs> she rip it off. She man, she <laughs> she she made her look like a million bucks, and there was a contest between them two, and you can tell that she was like, "I'm I'm pretty damn good." Like, trust me to you, know, and everything was fine, man. That, it was it was really good. Uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a sizist, so I gotta have my Bronson Reed. I mean, when he stomps the stairs, I feel like the world is in a better place. <laughs> put you, put you, put put you in your happy place. <laughs> it puts me in my happy place, man. And it was so good to see Walter again. Hell yes. I mean, bro, like. I told you uh, before the the pandemic started, I was thinking mm-hmm. that Walter was going to be the next big thing. And the pandemic is the only thing that was able to hold Walter back. Um, like Devlin and Kushida match was good. Adam Cole and uh, Kyle Riley, like yep. there, it, it's, there's been a lot of contract signings. But that was one of the best contract signings that I've seen in years and years. And it wasn't just because of the two combatants. It was the security around them. It was Regal standing there mediating the whole thing. And like several times, uh, Adam Cole tried to stand up and Regal put his hand out. No, sit down. Like they, 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 it was a constant emotional. Um, I was in a constant state of flux, thinking, "Oh, oh something. Oh, it's gonna go to. Oh, no, no. Yeah, a heightened, a heightened they, state, they, if you, a heightened yeah, state, if you will. Yeah, they yeah. yo-yoed us. and and for that, for that reason, man, like the show had wrestling matches that were great, and it had the entertainment that was great. I, you know, as a fan. You know, I can't give NXT everything because they didn't do um, the things that I wanted. I always, I mean, Dexter Loomis should be on every show. I don't give a shit what he does. He needs to be on every show. I love seeing Cameron Grimes, um, even if it was just a little brief thing in the locker right, room. Right, right, um, But Remind people, you know, yep. You got to remind them of the guys. Mm-hmm. And Karen Cross, man, the dude has just got it, man. He's just got it. And for that reason, with all of those things that hang in the balance, NXT is your weekly winner. All right. There you go. World's strongest man, first. Mark Henry. Yeah, that's right. You're last. If you're not first, you're last. The infamous. They're so famous, they're infamous. The infamous words from the one and only Ricky Bobby. Listen, Mark, hard taking away that honor from Wednesday night in general, but specifically from NXT when you have Walter and Jordan Devlin showing back. Like, thank you. Thank you. Thank Look, you just, guys. just 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 think of that lineup. Just 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 what we're talking about with NXT. Yeah, a little Bronson Reed and LA Knight. 
Oh, okay. Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai taking on Zoe Stark and Io Shirai. Geez, that's good for the future. Karrion Cross. Wow, that's good for the future. Walter. Hmm. He is the yeah. future. Jordan Devlin. That's good for the future. Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly. That's a WrestleMania main event in five years. Like, what we are seeing on NXT right now is it's never been normal. It's always been the future of the WWE. It's always been the future in some ways uh, pro wrestling, right? But it is right. a really exciting time. And I'm probably a little more hyped up because of the pandemic, Mark. The fact that so much was taken away and people had to stay in their countries and we didn't know when people were going to be back. And Walter has a certain effect on me. He's stiff. He's psychotic. He's scary. You don't like horror movies. Oof. Walter is a fucking walking horror movie. Like if I was working, I just you talked about how you hated chops. You would never want to work with Walter. Who would want Hell to work no. with Walter? Hell no. Hell no. I watch Walter work and I, no thank you. Yeah, no. But he's awesome. And that's why we love watching him. Now, one thing I, I'll say, I'm right now I'm leaning NXT and I'm still not sure where I'm going. And one of those reasons is what we saw also on Wednesday. And it's something that I, I, I we haven't talked about. And I'm surprised you didn't bring it up. A lot of good matches on AEW, right? And you were absolutely right. The show kicking off with Kenny Omega and Matt Seidel. That was awesome. Silver and Allen, uh, you know, closing the show down. That was great. And, and very happy to hear that John Silver isn't going to need. He got a little bit of an injury to, I believe, his pec. He's not going to need any uh, surgery, although he is going to be out, I think, four to five weeks. He said something like that. Fine matches. Good stuff. Take Conti. Thank you. Yes. Take Conti. Yes. Woo. I, 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 I mimic what Rick, or excuse me, what Mark doing his best Ric Flair impression there. I mimic that. Uh, but Mark, Wednesday, Britt Baker, man, she just continues. And I'm not trying to do like a, 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 a Dave LaGreca, like I haven't been riding with Thunder Rosa as long as Dave has. I like Thunder Rosa. She follows me on Twitter, but I don't need to be upset or I don't need to worry about upsetting uh, Thunder Rosa. I don't think we have that sort of relationship. So I'm going to sit here and heap praise on both of them, but specifically the promo Britt break Baker cut on Wednesday. Mark, I, I know she's been in this business for a, a, a while now, right? But the improvement that she's shown over just the last year. And I don't know. And I was thinking about this because it is such a, a clear improvement to where she was good. Now she's great. Like she's doing some of the best work in pro wrestling right now. And period. she's really period, period. And I couldn't help but think how, and, and by your estimation, we are talking about a dentist. It's not just a gimmick. She has dedicated her life to her essentially, yes, pro wrestling, but to also to be what she has done to, to, to have that in your back pocket, to be a dentist. And it's not an easy thing to do. So, Mark, what I'm saying is this is the first year she's really been able to all bets are off. I'm on TNT. I'm on AEW. What I'm saying is, Mark, she's really been able to work on her craft in a way that I would imagine she hasn't been able to in years prior as being a doctor, as being a dentist, having those responsibilities. Now that she is at the forefront on network premium television on Wednesday night, could that improvement be just solely from the fact, Mark, that she's actually had the opportunity to invest in herself on the pro wrestling end in ways that she hasn't been able to before? I think, I think so. That's a very valid explanation and, hypothesis on why she's had the success that she's having. Uh, we didn't get to touch on it yesterday, but as soon as you give us your weekly winner, I want to hear your thoughts on the banter between her and Mick Foley. Okay. All right. Well, 
that so I will save the I will save with... the I will save the anticipation. No, it was really between Mark NXT and AEW, as it so often is. A lot of promo work and a lot of uh, essentially chair sitting. That is, I made the joke uh, on 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 social media last night. Right? It was a different show, not enough to win weekly winners. So it came down to Wednesday, and when I talked about Britt, she was the only thing that was. M- making for me AEW close to NXT, but it still wasn't enough for me, Mark. I still give the nod to NXT for Devlin, for the contract signing, for the back and forth that we saw, for Walter returning. We got returns. We got matches. Exactly. We got all of that in a two hour show. It was just, it was just a little bit too much. I thought AEW and NXT as they so often are, were just about neck and neck. But for my taste, that is what put me over the edge with NXT. I forgot something. What? How about Shawn Michaels coming out and pushing a ladder in between them and just acknowledging. Yes. Are you ready for this? Yep. And and we get to hear sexy boy. It's a great point. I mean, you you get that show gave me a lot for the week, man. I, so I was entertaining so. yeah. the yeah. entire show. Yeah. So much so, Mark, that uh Shawn Michaels is the afterthought. And I hate to say it that way, but in this oh my this, God, in the I, I case of this conversation, he was the afterthought. We went through everything and Mark was like, oh yeah, Shawn Michaels. Holy shit. Yes. Oh yeah, Shawn Michaels. So yeah, Damn. Wednesday night, NXT. Sorry, Shawn. Well, it's okay. It's all right. He, hey, he's been talking but, about but he, he, that's, he's doing okay. He's training those guys <laughs> yeah. to go yeah. out there and steal it. Yeah. Go out there and make it yours. So, I mean, yeah, hell of a shout out to Sean Michaels. Well, you posed a very interesting question. The back and forth between Britt Baker and Mick Foley. Did we ever even think we would be seeing that? That that Britt Baker would be in a category, in a scenario to be even having that conversation with Mick freaking Foley, Cactus Jack. Very, very interesting back and forth. Mark posed that question. We will follow up on that when we come back. And, of course, plenty more from you, the nation, 877-344-4893, 877-FIGHT93. Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation, Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.